So the Minnesota Twins were represented at the All-Star Game by Louis Arise and Byron Buxton, who started in center field. Mm-hmm. And I believe had at least two at bats. Did he not? At least two? I believe so. What are you talking two about? At, at Detroit? No, no, in the All Star game. game. Oh, in the All Star game. Yes, the yes, All-Star yes, game. yes, yes. And the next morning, he had an injection in his knee right. that was pre-planned, right, causing him to miss at least the two games in Detroit. We don't know about tonight. Do you approve? No. <laughs> no, I it, it was really odd. I know I saw the quote from Rocco saying, "Well, we knew how much playing in that game meant to Byron. How about playing in the games you get paid for? Doesn't that count? Right. I don't know." Now the Twins kind of saved them by going and kicking Detroit's ass two games in a row. And I was wondering if that was part of it as well, knowing that Detroit is so feeble yeah, right now. Well, they can't last, score yeah, runs. Yeah, but last time they played them, they lost four out of five or three. Oh, out that's of a five good point. I didn't remember yeah, that. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, I was, uh, I, I, I really, I wasn't surprised that he didn't play Saturday, but I was surprised that they had to fess up and say they gave him an injection of the knee right after he finished playing the All-Star game that was pre-planned. So that was kind of odd. I, we haven't seen a lineup for tonight yet to see if I he's in there. I can monitor to see if it's Will Sinobi in the lineup? That's going to be interesting. Boy, is that a quandary because uh, I've never seen a team uh, less in a hurry to call somebody up who was supposedly one of their uh, one of their key players than this guy. It, it's going to be uh, – they they're going to have to kind of uh, smooth it over till August 2nd, which is the trading deadline, mm-hmm. and when that's over, they'll know who they have. That's a week from the day. Yeah. Then when that's over, they'll know who they have and whether they should keep him or let him go or what what should they do. I can't see them. Uh, you know what I said? Kepler's banged up a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. we could put him in right field. What do you think? He's got experience. He's got experience. That's, that's right. What I yes, I tweeted that. Oh, God, remember uh, that experiment? And I was very, uh, I was very happy to see that at least twelve or thirteen. Of the respondents didn't get the joke. Now, you know? <laughs> remind me, that was a Terry Ryan production, wasn't okay. it? Okay, 2015, he comes up. He's their MVP after playing only 82 games, right? Yes. I think he played 80, 80 or 82. He comes up July 2nd, and he's really good until the last month he cooled off because he was trying to hit home runs to get that total up there. But he was really good. But in the process, he had... He had discovered the wonders of big league meal money and had put on about 12 or 15 mm-hmm. in three months. So they decided that he was too young to be a DH, right? He was mm-hmm. only 23 or something. So then they had Ploof coming off his best year to play third. Mm-hmm. And he'd never played first then. And well, uh, wait. They didn't know they didn't have Joe. Joe was gone, but he had never played first, and they needed a right fielder. So they came up with the idea of having a 280 pound right fielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Howard was a 280 pound right fielder, but he was also six nine. Right. You know, so it was a disaster. I'll never forget talking to Ortiz 
at March because it was his last year, getting ready for his last year. How stupid are these twins? He can't play right field, you know. <laughs> it will never work. It will never work, he's telling us in on that spring. What, is Sano heavy now? He looked, well, light for him is 275. Right. So he's he looked to be in pretty good shape when I saw him in St. Paul. Damn near three weeks ago now, wasn't he? You know, over there almost three weeks, but I saw him in St. Paul. I only saw him in St. Paul, though I didn't uh, talk to him in St. Paul because he uh, he turned down my uh, requests. Yes, he... Uh, that Royce, you're just going to write about me being fat is what he's going to say. <laughs> no, I think, I think Royce used to write about me batting 93 was the problem. Ah. Right. That's just batting average when he returns, Joe. 93. 93. Mm-hmm. That's not good when it just... When you don't have to throw in a, you just can use. And Milwaukee ain't Detroit. No, Milwaukee's got a decent club. Uh, not much hitting, but they have good pitching. Although tonight they're starting some rookie. Uh, I never heard of a guy named Small who had made one previous start and it wasn't good. I don't know why they're doing that. And then he, then they get Burns, the uh, defending Cy Young Award winner tomorrow. So Well, you know what, what Rocco's game. doing is, well, he's only at two-game series, then we get Thursday off. That would give Buck another day off. Yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. old guardy thing. Hell, yeah. he'll need to go back to spring training. He'll be <laughs> off so much. <laughs> well, that was guardy with Joe. He'd, uh, if I give him... I give him Wednesday off. I give him today off. Then tomorrow's an off day. Yeah. So then I can give him two days off. And my theory is, I can play him today because tomorrow's an off day, right? That's, Even that's if what I would play do. Him. That's uh, that's wow. that's the way I always saw it. But anyway, yes, um, it will be uh, interesting to see if Buck makes it to the. He will have now had uh, four or five, six days since the injection of whatever they're doing. I somebody said they're. Discussing the possibility of it's it's swelling. Under They're calling it ten, chronic tendonitis under the platelet, right underneath the the cover the of the patella. The patella, that's right. The which is the, the kneecap, kneecap, right? Kneecap. So they have now admitted it's chronic. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well. So this is it then, huh? Yep. They they were talking about surgery, but if it's chronic, how does surgery cure that? I mean, lessen it some way? I don't so, Pat, I was looking up uh, the hashtag Minnesota Twins in an effort to find the lineup to see if either Buxton or Sano was going to be in it this evening. The first thing that pops up on Twitter, mm-hmm. from the Twins Almanac, one of my favorite accounts to follow, Kirby Puckett Rob Lou Whitaker of a would-be go-ahead home run on this date in 1985, Preserving the save for Ron Davis. All right. Yeah, Brock sold Davis. Davis from another blown mm-hmm. save. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't think RD was traded till '86, though, right? Or was he traded in '85? Oh, I guess I don't know. I just I assumed. Can't remember? Yeah, I can't remember if that might have been one of his last saves or not. How was Cooperstown, lad? Outstanding. It was. Yeah. Uh, you know, it it has. Since we were there, mm-hmm. which by the way is only twenty years ago, Isn't right? That something. Oh, Oh one! Wow, was it that long? Yeah, Puck was. Yeah, you're right. Puck was oh one because he went in with Winnie, right? They both went in the same year. Yeah, Winnie, by the way, long-winded when we were there on Mm -hmm. that Sunday. Long-winded again, uh, introducing uh, Bud Fowler. Really, I'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, it was. uh, It it's changed a whole lot, price-wise and everything. They really. You see the old Babe Ruth guy walking around. 
Did not see him this time. That was eerie, man. That guy looked like Babe Ruth. Yeah. And uh, they had uh, the parade was coming at 6 o'clock on Sunday, on uh, Saturday night. And it was 90-some degrees there. And people were out there sitting at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in chairs, man. Wow. Wow. To see the, uh, you know, the various Hall of Famers waving. They uh, had about four or five of them didn't show up because of the COVID. Derek Jeter and a few other guys, and then uh, so they didn't they didn't have their usual outpouring. But uh, I was telling uh, Chris that uh, I think Tony's handlers messed up. Oh yeah, I think they they tried to he he tried and he practiced a speech and they gave him a speech to make. Mm-hmm. And I told Chris they should have given him a list of 10 people that he didn't want to forget and say, go get him, Tony, because yeah. he's spontaneously, he's fine. But he lost his place on the speech a couple of times, and it, it got a little... Meanwhile, he got caught up there. It was the smoothest yeah. talker of all time. But Tony, Tony did okay. It's just that... Uh, you wanted to see Tony. Yeah, I yeah. did more than Tony. I, I You know, with Tony's uh, language issue in the sense of his still thick accent he thinks you know you got to let him be confident he was not confident because he was trying to stick to that mm-hmm. you know they just relax i just hope man he's tired out he's got people coming at him from a hundred angles you can just see it and uh i hope he's taking two well, weeks he's 84 off years old yeah he is with bad you know he's got the he's got the new knees but they're mm-hmm. they're still the bad knees so right but it was it was great, yeah. It was, uh, and uh, here's the trouble with baseball. Uh, we all we all agree that if you can screw up a one car parade, they they can do it, yes, right? That's it. Now you got a Hall of Fame. You got seven people. You got three live ones: mm-hmm. Cot, Tony, David Ortiz. Right. You got Bud Fowler, who's been dead since 1915. Mm-hmm. Was a first. A black player, apparently, played for what they considered a major league team back then. Whatever, uh, and he born in Cooperstown. And this veterans, these these historians decide to get Bud in, so they give Winnie the uh, role uh, as a Hall of Famer, the role of introducing Bud Fowler mm-hmm. to the crowd. It's ninety some degrees. He's the second one going up. You've just listened to Cot. And instead of having some nice historian write a four-minute speech for him, they let Winnie to his own devices. And the the saber is this uh, outfit that's, uh, you know, these baseball historians, and they yeah. write these long biographies of people mm-hmm. that you can find on their website. Winnie basically is reading the saber thing. It took him 20 minutes. Oh, man. He was up there for 20 minutes for Bud Fowler, who's the second guy of the day, and immediately got everybody in the crowd looking at their cell phones to see what time it is, and right off the bat. And then they bring up Minnie Minosa's widow. Oh, no. Now, Minnie, somebody could have got up. Mike Vett could have come up and done eight minutes of great Mini Minosa tales and sat down or get right. somebody like that. The widow, God love her, couldn't stop. She was one. Of, she ended the speech 
Everybody got up. She started talking again. Oh, no. She ended the speech, talked again, talked again. She went 20 minutes. That's not, that's, that's too bad. That's 40 minutes for Fowler. Uh, Winnie, Winnie could have been a Fowler who nobody, we want five minutes on Bud Fowler. Right. Thank you. He doesn't have any relatives. Right. No relatives. Because they're all dead, too. Yeah, yeah. They don't, <laughs> you know, nobody knows who he is, but we could do 20 minutes. You think the NFL would screw up their no. Hall of Fame How long did Tony like, speak? Tony went 15, 16. Yeah. Uh, and, but he did not carry out his threat. He was asked, I think Koufax asked him, how long are you speaking, Tony? And he said, 45 minutes, one for every year it took me to get here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's which, great. Which pretty good. Hit. Yes, that's Tony. Right. Instead of trying to read a speech. But uh, so... You know, by the time Tony gets up, we've already, we're damn near an hour into the thing already, mm -hmm. and it should have been 30 minutes into the thing, because they told us they're not showing the videos because there's a storm in the office. They got to mm -hmm. be in a hurry. Well, you can't. You got to tell people, hey, we're gonna we're gonna start playing organ music or something after about eight minutes here, Mrs. Bonosa. So, uh, you know, they they needed, they needed the hook. Yeah, they did. You got to have the hook. A nice trap do, door. You yeah. got to do the. Uh, you got to do the Oscar thing. Start Our door teased you. How many minutes? I was gone. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I listened to our guys and got out of Dodge. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to write anything about it anyway. I was not exactly. You know, everything I wrote on that trip on my phone on my cell phone. Really. Which was okay because you could write in the notes until I was in the car trying to write about Sunday's thing. Going boom, 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 and your fingers going around like this, you know. <laughs> every every word I had to correct six times. You know, we mentioned. Did you write it as a text message or a uh, email? Right, well, the, on your phone, there's notes. Oh, I didn't know that. A notebook. You do, you do yeah. notes, and then you you hit it about twelve times, and what you want to come up finally comes up, and then you send it as an email. You know, yes. we mentioned this earlier today in GL. Oh, uh, notes. I Joe would have brought the yellow legal tablet to cover that, wouldn't he have? Just yes, like he but did. you still got to uh, you got you to get it in there. It would have been. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was okay. It was okay. I got to. Uh, did I tell you this? Uh, Bob Fowler's son is still in Utica, right? So I uh, had dinner with him on. Uh, he died in '09. Mm -hmm. Uh, ALS, but uh, we, uh, I got some good family yarns from uh, Robbie Fowler. On we had dinner on Friday night. Friday night was Bob Fowler a Minnesota native? Detroit Royal Oak Tribune. Oh, that's why he had so much trouble with Sid because mm -hmm. he Pete Waldmeyer and uh, these guys from Detroit who would be somewhat critical of the home team mm -hmm. were his heroes. So he showed up and. Wanted to put a little bit of an edge into his coverage of a losing team, and the great man was the sports editor then, and didn't really go for that too well. Right. So, yeah, he was. He wanted. He wanted us to remember who we wanted to win. You know, so back then. So, your yeah. guy uh, did pull a, another sushrage, uh, Patrick, on well, uh, Monday before the program. Uh, we were just talking about this, that, and the other thing. He's in the other room, and he said, "Did Ortiz go in as a twin?" <laughs> well, I saw a picture of him with Cotton Oliva. Yeah, but, uh, right. Yeah, no. Uh, he went as a Red Sox. Red Sox, yes. where, he, where he hit only 500 of his home runs. Right? Yeah. That gave me a little chuckle. Because I knew, I knew exactly why you asked that, because I saw the same photo yeah. that you did. Do you yeah. realize I had forgotten what an ungodly blunder 
Calvin made with Cot. 73, he's mad at him, right? He's mad at him because he beat him out of 60,000 that year. Mm-hmm. That was that an arbitration just, or whatever? No, there's no arbitration. Oh, okay. It's just he held out, held out, and Calvin finally had to give him 5,000 more than he wanted to. Well, the great, greatest Cot story about negotiating with Calvin is 65, they go to the, win the American League pennant, go to the World Series. Cot's like 16 to 13. Mm-hmm. And Calvin says to him, doesn't make any difference what the team did. This is an individual sport. You didn't, you didn't pitch as well as you had. I'm going to cut you five thousand. And then he had to battle him like hell to get like a a five thousand dollar race, you know. So, but he tried to offer him. The next year, Cot goes twenty five and nine, mm-hmm. but they have a they don't do well in the standings. He says. This is not an individual sport. <laughs> this game. is about the team game. <laughs> team game. Wow. Calvin, you told me the opposite last year. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but he got sixty thousand out of him. Calvin was mad at him and he wasn't pitching great. And in August he put him on the waivers and back then a hundred bucks. Wow. The White Sox nobody the White Sox paid a hundred bucks for him. He won twenty for the White Sox each of the next two years. Oh my word. He developed that rapid pitching yeah. style that he had and he won 20 each of the next two years. Calvin would have made a great politician. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, he would have. <laughs> He'd see anything. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, he would have. Uh... But they had kind words for Tony had kind words for yeah, Calvin. Well, so Calvin, Cot. Yeah, yeah, they were. Well, Cot was, you know, he had his. Cot's troubles with Tony started when they fired Johnny Sane, who he loved, the pitching coach, and he wrote an open letter to one of the newspapers ripping the twins during the offseason for firing Johnny Sane, yeah. and that that irritated them uh, considerably. Yeah, he, Well, he was always out. There was no union really then, but he was like the leader of complaints about uh, salaries and stuff like that. You missed a hell of a 3N Open. 3M open in which the leader for three and a half days uh, urinated it away. Oh, God. Unbelievable. I was reading all about it. I didn't get to see it, obviously. But uh, I, for some reason, I think you're the same way. About the last six years, I always root for Tony Finau when he's in close because of all the heartbreaks that he's had. So I was I was thrilled beyond belief at 8 o'clock at night when I finally looked at my phone and saw that what? The other guy was uh, ahead by five strokes. Well, that's what a big-time winner for that tournament. Yes, it that's is. That's a, nice, that's a nice winner. Yes, it is. Uh, but Percy reminded me of Mike Donald losing to Hale Irwin uh, in the yeah. U.S. Open. Yeah. I mean, it just yeah. – it, I was rooting for him, a journeyman who's – yeah, I hadn't won, had, had won in nine years yeah. or something. I thought he physically ran out of gas. Saturday, he walked around mm-hmm. carrying his shoe because he had such a blister on his oh, foot really? that he ended up carrying his shoe hmm. instead of wearing it. Six. There's nothing that drives you crazier than a six-hour rain delay when it's not really because of rain, right? Yeah, they, they were sure worried. Played. They saw some lightning in Crookston or Big something. Deal. And they you talking about play. Saturday? Yeah. Saturday, six and a half hour rain delay. Oh wow. Well, I, I how got did they get pounded. it played? By the way, are we that dark? Are they we started uh, again we at uh, six-ish? And they must have finished thirty. They must have finished when it was damn near dark. It was so. getting dark. So yeah, well, good. I guess the crowd. I talked. I. Exchange text with Hollis. He said the crowds were okay. Yeah, they were no, good. Not, not, 
not fantastic. What's okay. the? Uh, I was going to ask you this, Pat. What's the contract with that? Are they going to be in trouble with all the guys leaving live of no, maintaining these this? Tur- these are the tournaments that are in trouble because twenty five of those live guys would have been playing here. Right, you know, Pat Casey and guys like that. How about Matsuyami though? The decky? Yeah, he's going supposedly to live. Really? So, but he's committed to this tournament. Yeah. Shoot seventy seven and withdraws. Yeah, and I uh, I was talking to somebody. It it appears that uh, he plunked a couple, looking for an excuse to get the hell out of here. Now that he's now it's not official that he's leaving. But when I saw that seventy seven, I said, "Yeah, he must be ready to take off because uh, you know he didn't want to stick around and play three more days." That's uh oh, I can't even think of his name. That's his his bet. Dustin Johnson. Justin Johnson's best. Yeah, he's a live the, guy. He hit it in the water last year on 18 on on Saturday Friday when he found out if he made par he's going to make the cut. The Trumpers a big fan of live. Oh God! Well, yeah, they're playing his golf courses. Right. There, there's some thought that part. Of this is all part of the Saudi plan to put money in the Trumpers' pocket. They're well, paying does They're paying huge. It was his course in England too. That right. Glen Eagles in Scotland that they played one of the first ones. I thought he owned the course. Clarkie had a great line the other day. He won the British Senior mm-hmm. at. He's, he's one of four guys now who's won the Open and the Senior Open. Oh, really? And uh, they're playing that at Glen Eagles. That's not mm-hmm. a Trump course, is it? I don't think so. And so the uh, very uh, very formal British interview is talking to him afterwards. Says Clarkie. What are you going to put in the jug? And uh, just one word answer. And Clark says, options. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good, yes. but it's options. How's Clarky looking? He's got the beard going he or not? a little uh, heavy and a little, mm-hmm. little uh, aged. Boy, Don't we all? It's only 53, though. Everybody I mean. loves that guy. Yeah. So wait a minute here now. Tony Dow died? Did, you, yeah. did yeah. I hear you guys say yeah. that? Wally. I looked it up, and at least he outlived Eddie Haskell by two years. Right. Oh, that's Eddie, right. I forgot we lost Eddie. Eddie died. Ken Osmond. I looked it up. He died two years Was ago. Was it folklore? Did, it, did Ken Osmond have a kid who went to Crete? Okay, and he was here to for the father-son or father-daughter dance. Really? A couple to, of years he ago. Came to, he was in town that's once what I heard. and had yeah. a little, uh, yeah. a little get, who, get who together. Knows? Who knows? You get together? No, I don't know about that. I don't know. Is he June, was, June's not alive, is she? June oh Cleaner. God, she'd be. She'd, Hugh Beaumont can't Barbara be alive. Billingsley. Yeah. Barbara Billingsley. Jerry yeah. Mathers is still alive, I think. Is he? I, well, well, look it up, Reeves. I'm Jerry Mathers, up. the Beaver. But he wasn't quoted as saying something fond about. You know what I Tony don't like? Dow. Barbara died in 2010. Okay. Oh, well, she did okay then. She must have been 85. Uh, oh, is she? 85? She died. She was born in 1915. So she, no, she was 70s. Old. No, 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 no. 1915 to 2010. That's almost oh. 100 years. So she was. Oh God, 95. Well, 95. you know when you live a good, clean life like, like she June, did. Yeah. She and very tolerant. Look up Jerry Mathers. She Jerry. even got along with Eddie Haskell and Lumpy for God's oh, yeah. sake. She yeah. got along with all of them. Uh, Jerry is 74, and he, yeah, he's still with us, 74 years old. Uh, As hokey as that whole thing was, 
Yeah, Eddie Haskell is an all-time great character. Oh, he's a great character. <laughs> because we all knew a guy like that. Oh, yeah. We all knew a guy who could schmooze up your mother, you know, and make her think he was a hell of a guy when he was, if she left three bucks hanging out there, he would have stolen oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know? Jerry Mathers, born June 2nd, 1948 in Sioux City, Iowa. Hmm. So, there you really? go. Well, neither Tony or Jerry were heard from much after. No, Tony did not. But he have had money. an active career. Tony, what did he do? Oh, he what directed he ever stuff. Had, and he was he, on TV shows. Not much. Uh, not much. Not right, enough that think. we would have known. There was a second coming of Beaver in the eighties. Mm-hmm. They were all on. I don't remember that. Yeah. It well, was called the new Leave It to Beaver. Right. I bet that lasted three weeks. Huh? <laughs> oh, lasted a couple of years. Yeah, Johnny had it in his newscast yeah. earlier today. Did it? Well, well, you know what I don't like? Hmm. They don't tell us why a guy died most of the now anymore. Tony had the cancer. He did have the cancer. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, not good that he had the cancer. No, right. I know that, what you mean. Good that we know we what he We had the information. Yes. I want the information. How did James Conn die? Do we even know? I don't know. He By did- the way, if you were in the, if you were in either Goodfellas or The Sopranos, you better start hiding. Right. Paul Sorvino now. Right. How many yep. of them? One a week. One a week are what? dying that played the Italian game. What was he in The Sopranos? He wasn't. No, he was in Goodfellas. He was the boss in, in, in Goodfellas. Yeah. And he was the guy in the prison with the yeah. having the wine delivered and the, the meats and the yeah. cooking this. He was the cook in the prison. Yeah. Uh, was with, with the, the boys club in the prison that he was... Uh, he was... Uh, you know, he was he was great as the boss, but there was, there's such a cross section between that movie and the Sopranos in right. our minds, and they're all dropping dead left and right. Pessy's still alive though, right? I believe yep. so. Yep. yep. Yeah, not many. Ray Liotta's gone. God, I saw he's in this uh, series Blackbird, which is a six parter that's terrific. It's on uh, Apple TV, I think, but. Uh, he looked terrible. So he, he, it was taped within the last year. Huh. He was, he lo- when you see that, you're thinking, ooh, there was something going on here. What De Niro's they- still around. Yes. What did they uh, decide that, uh, that uh, killed uh, Ray Liotto? Was it a heart attack? Or what? I don't know. Did they tell uh, us? I can did they look tell that us? up. He looked, he looked, doesn't look good in that uh, movie. May Ray, maybe Ray lived hard. Yeah, fighting maybe. chance. Yeah, could could be could be. So. I loved him in a Jeff Daniels movie, uh, where he goes back to the high school reunion. Mm. Uh, who's the gal I'm thinking of? Something wild? No, I think it was called Something Wild. Uh, the one with Melanie Griffith. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was her. Wasn't he your well, ex husband? Mm-hmm. Ex-husband, boyfriend, yeah. That's kind of where he came. That's kind that of his big deal. It. Yes. Then, uh, yeah, that was a great movie. Well, he also was in the and baseball the fact movie. That, and the fact that uh, Melanie Griffith, the young Melanie Griffith, showed complete nudity mm-hmm. has nothing to do with that being a great movie. <laughs> no, no, no. In fact... If that if I'm watching it and that comes up, I just fast forward it. Yeah, you I don't. don't, know, I don't uh, Liotta apparently died in his sleep, May 26, yes. 2022, in Santa Domingo uh, of the Dominican yes. Republic. Yes. yes. During the filming of Dangerous Waters, no cause of death has still been revealed. Sounds like a heart attack. When you die so, in your sleep, there's a damn good chance it's yeah. a heart attack. Right. Uh, speaking of, I the, don't want to do that. 
I want 15 minutes. Yeah. I want 15 minutes. All right. Bleep you. Bleep 15, you. No. <laughs> no. I want to, just in case. Right. You know, you know. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Uh, speaking of the live tour, have you guys seen the hot new rumor who uh, Greg Norman is going after now for the no. live tour? No. Charles Barkley. Yes, to be TV. Yeah, oh. well, but don't you play think, for God's But sakes. no, but don't you think if they do recruit him for TV, they're going to make him play in the events? Oh, oh no, you can't. No, no, he can't. no, no, he can't play. He can't play. And they don't. But have it's a all pro-am. a gimmick anyway. No, I know, but no, no, they won't. No, they want him to do TV, and he's apparently they're offering him ungodly amount of money, yeah. less work than he had does on TNT. Is for he more done money. with basketball? No, he has he uh, two TNT, more years oh. TNT contract. Yeah, they wouldn't let him out, but. He's, but he was quoted last week as saying, "I think he was out with Dan Patrick." I think everybody's way too paranoid about this thing. Let them play, and I say, let them play too. But don't put them in the world golf rankings because no. they're playing fifty-four holes, right? And that ain't championship golf. Nope. Sorry. So, who won last? Oh, they didn't have one this week. This week they're at uh, Trump's course, right? New Jersey. Right. Are they? They don't even make the scoreboard in the paper, do they? No. They're. At, so far, they're still only being streamed on their own special station that so you can only watch them on the computer. Is that it? What's that? Sorry, I was listening. I to have something. no interest. No, I don't either. Who cares? Same, I don't care. Same forty-eight. Look at, wait, what, what kind of women are in? Oh, <laughs> some big old women. Oh, I would just say that. That's, like, that, that's, that's a gold mine for Weight Watchers. That is every conversation about. Oh, uh, anytime I get the chance. <laughs> You know, he's he such a, a hell of a guy. Oh, he is, yeah. And Well-rounded. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's, uh, and he's, uh, you know, he's a conservative financially right. guy, but he also thinks there's idiots who are, you know, fighting, you know, the, on the other Did side. Did you ever read too. the story about him befriending a Japanese businessman? Yes. This little guy became yeah. his best buddy. Oh, my God. It's a great it's, story. It's, it's, oh, it is. It's terrific. This little... Weasley guy. I was an met, entrepreneur. Met him in a bar, right? Met him in a bar in an airport. Bought him a drink at an airport bar. And Ended up be, going to his funeral. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the guy was, he'd have him with him at yeah. times, and it was just a, and, a, it, and his, his kids were saying, that was a great friendship. Yeah. They were just, you know, I told you, I got to tell you again, you know, he's walking out of the, with the dream team. He's sitting at the bar for, 45 minutes with Silas McKinney, and I was sitting next to him listening, and next, next to Silas, and when he's go leaving, this fellow comes over and says, Charles, and there's a guy over there who's 25 years old, but had, had birth defect, you know, mm-hmm. he's been, okay, crippled his whole life, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I, I know we're not supposed to say that. Charles goes over there. You figure to say hello, he sits down and talks to the guy for a half hour. Yep. That's fantastic. And then Brian McIntyre, the uh, PR guy for the NBA back then, the great guy, says, best guy we got in the league. Yep. Anything you want, anything you want. If it's reaching out to poor folks or, you know, he said he's the best. He was raised right. Something went He on. was raised right. I but think by his also, grandma. Yeah, that's right. Something like that. Yeah, he's, you know, he was... He was a chunk when he oh, yeah. played for Auburn, the yeah. round mound of rebound. And then, uh, but I always thought that uh, there were better, that Pippen and some of these guys might be better forwards. But when I saw him play with the Green Dream Team, 
and they started him. He belonged on that top five. Oh, the for sure. time top five. For sure. He was that good. He was that good. <laughs> but he's the guy that, you know, they beat. He basically punched the kid from Angola who was guarding him too close, yeah. elbowed him in the head. They were beating him 130 to 12 or something, you know. And he says, "Why did that, Charles?" You know, the NBA guys could BS with Charles. They right. just, you know, did the guys who were there and said, "Charles, Angola, yeah. what did you do that to that poor kid for?" He says, "Bleep Angola." <laughs> <laughs> he also said, "Did he say something about another country?" And somebody asked, "Well, what do you think of the scouting report of this particular country?" All I know is they in trouble. They in trouble, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'll tell you, I've said it. When they, I saw them go on a floor in 92 up in Portland because they had to play in that Tournament of Americas, hair raised up on my arms. Oh, yeah. And I'm not the world's biggest NBA fan, but all of a sudden they're all out there. You know, I was like, holy What Christ. do we think of them if he goes to live? Take Nothing. the money. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. What, what, what difference does it make? You know, to be an announcer and... You know, but they got to realize he ain't going to go. He's not going to go by script. Right. They better get ready for him to say some stuff. Right. Well, they better get a television contract, too, if they're going to hire Barkley. Or maybe they'll just do everything online. Well, the thinking must be that he'd get them a television contract. That's true. But I don't know. Do they want? I, I think they're afraid that they would not have any sponsors. Because of the connection. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. I I think that the. The connection to Saudi Arabia would not cause the big corporations in America certainly aren't going to get on yeah, board yeah. and buy, buy ads for them. So, but it's uh, I, it just it's it's a disaster. I think. Speaking of golf and ads, what a perfect time to talk about Giants oh. Ridge. Uh, they help. aren't going to accept live. Well, they ain't going to show up at Giants no. Ridge. They're afraid of it. Even though it's home to the two best courses in the state, not to mention the country. The uh, legend and the quarry were now through August 29. Play the legend and the quarry on the same day for one great rate with lunch on them between rounds at the Wakuda Grill, one of the finest, most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. You can see that on the 3D course flyovers of the legend and the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. Really a golfing destination. A lot of great golfers in this country want to play. The legend and the quarry. It's a hell of a golf It's it a is. bucket list destination. You're not BSing about anything here. No. They're a great golf course. Also, uh, if you're thinking about his family vacation destination, there's water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and more. Uh, if you want to make a tea time online, you may at giantsridge.com or by calling Giants Ridge at 218 865 80 30. Yes, sir. Vikings' first full practice tomorrow. Are you going to be there, That's Joe? That's a bad sign, man. That means You're summer's gonna be over. There? No, <laughs> no, I'm not going to be there. Boy, we can make that long trek to that hotbed of activity. Yeah. The middle of nowhere in Egan. In Egan. They, I'm done with them without going. Mankato was a destination. It was some place to go to and say, oh, they're down here. The Vikings are in town. Who cares if they're in Egan? No At the one. Tria Center or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, Some it's orthopedic, uh, is nah, it Summit? Yeah. Or who's got uh, it? Twin Cities Orthopedics yeah. Performance Center. The hell with them. 
Uh, I think they have the same. It's just advantage. a mini camp or the real camp. This is the real it. camp. We're oh starting. man, that means we play summer's in two over. weeks. We play in two weeks. Oh, you're kidding? No, August seventeenth. Oh right? no, three. I weeks, used to man. look forward to that. Look at yes. No, I, uh, that's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. Well, the one nice thing though is we now only have three preseason games. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, that's all they got rid of, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't. But we had the seventeenth. They, they have. They only have seven road games. They should have a good year. They got nine home games, and then the Saints game is in London. I was going to say so they got a, neutral, a Europe game. neutral court. So they they only have seven real. How are they games expected there. to do in the old yeah. division? They'll be a playoff team this they'll, year. They'll they probably win the division because the Packers. Our Aaron Rodgers just he came is, back for. He knows they've had their shot. He came back for the money. His receiver, the difference maker. Signed elsewhere, they didn't bring him back. I'm not going to be very good, I don't think. They they're, they got the same advantages as the Twins do. Lousy division, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so. Speaking of your Twins, both Buxton and Sano are in the lineup. Where oh. is Miguel Miggy playing first? Uh, he is. Give uh, me the lineup. Buxton, Correa, Polanco, Garlic, Miranda, Urshela, Kirilov, Sanchez, and Sano will round out batting, batting ninth. ninth. Garlic, how about that? Would, what would have the odds been uh, two years ago that Kyle, or three years ago that Kyle Garlic could be hitting fourth against lefties, right fourth? Mm-hmm. He's in, That's and, now a must-watch game. Yes. Oh yes, you got just to see Miggy and uh, Buck. I, I think you're humiliating him, though. You got to bat him seventh, don't you? But you're going to put him <laughs> in front of Kirilov? Ninth. No, I don't know. Is San, it must be a, obviously a left. It's a left-handed pitcher. There's no pitcher. DH is, in this game, is correct? Sanchez catching again. Yeah, right? Miranda's the DH, and Sanchez is boy, catching. Wait, I thought, if you, does the NL now have DH? Yes. Yes, oh, way to go. What the hell? You happened? heard it here first, What ladies? happened? <laughs> How did I miss that? I don't know. <laughs> that is the amazing You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, and that's not good. I looked it up the other day. The hitting is down so much. The, the, the batting average for all of baseball is two forty two. Wow. Which is two points lower than last year when the NL National League did have pitchers did not hitting. have the DH. Right. Did have pitchers hitting. How can we be worse offensively hitting wise with uh with the pitchers hitting in one of the leagues, I it's don't get it. It's a mystery, isn't it? Yes, it is. You heard it here first. You heard it. <laughs> I'm up on the game. <laughs> you are. You what are. The hell, Tony Oliva, uh, in the Hall of Fame, my favorite all-time Twins player and personality, and uh, I love the guy. So uh, I was, I was very happy for him. I'm happy for him too. He was very. Is his brother got to go back to Cuba? Yeah. Why Juan not Carlos. just hide well, he's here? He's got two brothers here. Uh, Juan, Juan Carlos came in. <laughs> And uh, eight Juan, Juan, millions. Juan, the, the other one was the eight millions guy, but Juan Carlos was his kid brother, who pitched for the Cuban national team for fifteen years. Hmm. Yeah. So I actually saw him pitch in one of the. Olympics I've been watching there. a lot of the Hemingway documentary. A re, I think it's a repeat Ken yeah. Burns deal. Yeah. Cuba was nice when Ernie had a place oh, there. Oh God, yes. Yeah. He's hard to live with, though. Oh, I watched the. I watched the. Uh, <laughs> I'll say. What was the name of the last, the, the one, the, the battle, the other reporter? I don't know. Marjorie or something. She was as feisty as him, though, man. Yeah. He wanted to, he wanted to control the situation with the wives. That I was think it. So. But he was also one of those guys that if he got a date, he married him, right? Yeah. He, yeah. So, anyway. All right. He, he had the wandering eye, uh, Ernest did, and... Uh, Anyway, yeah, that's a very good. I've watched it. I watched it about a year ago, yeah. so it's really good. 
All right. Hey, All right. that was a hell of a Monday night sports show. I think their money's worth Tuesday. 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 Tuesday yeah. edition. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday edition. Brainerd, this weekend, bikes. They're scary. scary to death, but you'll enjoy watching them. Beautiful. You've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 40 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. I didn't even know this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with a population over 2,500, and the Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all those Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 16 insurance companies for a reason. That's to match your specific situation for your area with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your specific situation may change. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind that knowing that Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com today.